Hello everyone, welcome back to Reading with Aya. Today we are going to be reading a new book. We are going to be reading Diary of a Wumpy Kid Wrecking Ball. The last one that's that's ever been made currently. So for this, if you do read what Diary of a Wumpy Kid, it's basically a diary, as you know, and every time it's the next day, it says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we're going to be reading five weeks every episode so I decided i would make my episodes on saturday and sunday so yeah, tomorrow we're gonna be continuing this book march sunday week one i've read that in the ancient times that used to bear kings and pharaohs with all their possessions back then i guess they thought you could take their things with them after in your afterlife. Well, if I get buried with all my junk, I might regret it later on. Mom's having me do spring cleaning to get rid of things I don't need. Well, that seemed like a good idea until I realized just how much stuff I've actually got. I spent the whole morning going through my closet, and it's crazy how much was packed in there. And it's like it was, like it was organized or anything. I mean, it wasn't organized. I've basically been throwing things in my closet since we first moved in. Digging through my closet was like going through my childhood. The further I I digged in, the further back in time it took me. The stuff near the front of the closet was like junk I tossed, tossed in that I got from school. Like those annoying, like those yo-yos and springs that I just threw in there. Some Also some homework assignments and comic books too. But after I got those things out of the way, I started finding stuff I forgot about. I found a model rocket I got for my 10th birthday and a costume I wore for Halloween a few years ago. And there was a bunch of other things I didn't even know I still had. When I dug a little deeper, I found something I thought of I'd lost years ago. It was a binder full of stickers I collected in third grade. I used to be obsessed with stickers, especially the scratch and sniff kind. I collected all the good smells, like bubblegum and cotton candy and that sort of thing. But I had really gross ones, too. So when a kid in my street wanted to know what giraffe poop or rock and meat smelled like, they'd come to me. One of these days, I'm going to write in my own autobiography. And it's going to include scratch and sniff cards to mark all the different moments of my life. I kept digging through my closet and found some stuff from kindergarten, like a fish I made with tracing my hand in a piece of construction paper. I used to love doing arts and crafts back then, and if anyone tried to bully me, they'd get a face full of glitter. Another project I found was a gift I made for my mom in preschool, but never gave it to her. It was a paper flower with a picture of my face in the middle, glued to a popsicle stick. When I made the thing... I put it in a little clay pot foiled filled with dirt, but I tripped over in the front yard before I even got home, so that's why I never gave it to her. I was glad when I finally reached the back of my closet, but to be honest, it was a little I was a little disappointed too. When I was younger, I read this book about these kids who could visit a whole different world by going through their closet, and I always wondered if I might be able to do the, the same thing with me, with mine. 
but I thought that whoever lived on the other side of my junk not be too happy with me for tossing all my junk over there for the years. When I told my mom I was done emptying my closet today, she said that I need to put everything into three piles, one to keep, one to donate, and one to throw away. But I figured if I had to let go of any junk, I might as well just make some money off of it. So I decided to have a yard sale. Mom thought that was a great idea, so she gave me a magazine that had all sorts of tips of how to do it right. It was called the Family Fromic Throw an Epic Yard Sale. 50 Hot Tips Plus Tricks. All the ideas in the magazine were corny and old-fashioned, though. There was one section how to create a sign to get people to come to the yard sale. They're all boring. It just said, cool stuff sale, look that way for yard sale, yard sale on Saturday at 11 a.m. Super boring stuff. I knew that if I wanted people to actually show up to my yard sale, I needed something a little more eye-catching. So I whipped up a sign I knew would do the trick. It said $100 bill found on the sidewalk. Please come to 12 Survey 3rd Street, 7921 to claim your property. I made a few copies of my sign and head out to post them around the neighborhood. My mom stopped me before I got out the front door. Mom made me make signs that were more like the ones in the magazine. And after I was finished, stapled them to the telephone poles on the street. Then I hauled everything down from my bedroom and started setting it all out on some plastic tables. Each table had its own category, like clothes and books and that kind of thing. But some stuff wasn't easy to categorize, so I got creative. Like, great gifts for grandkids. Pre-written birthday cards. Just add money. I also did have a bunch of birthday cards that were still in pretty good shape, so I used them white out and to cover my name and set them out on their own. I put all my broken toys on another table. Hope some little kid who wouldn't read would come to the yard sale. I named that label Fun Toys. You break it, you buy it. <laughs> I still fall random things like marbles, a few pencil stubs, into tube socks, and then thumbtack them into the table. I called them mystery socks. I also created a table full of things who had money to burn, called the rare items table, serious buyers only. It had a freckle remover, which was really just a bracelet, invisibility lotion, which was just lotion, and a vampire bat gel that was just a broken umbrella. I put all of my old arts and craft projects on their own table, just in case some kid needed gifts for their parents but didn't want to put time in it. While I was finishing up, Mom came outside, checked out my yard sale, and she seemed pretty impressed. But she said she told them the things that I made myself, since they're really special. I told Mom if she wanted something, she could always buy it herself. So she offered me $3 for that paper flower made for her in preschool. Mom seemed pretty easier to have that thing, so I told her it was worth more than three, than more three bucks to her. So I told her it was all hers for ten. I guess I pushed my luck through because she went back and said without buying anything. While I waited for customers to show up, I started to get a little nervous. I realized all my stuff was just lying on the open, and I had no way to stop people from stealing it. So I called my best friend Raleigh Jefferson and asked him to come down and be my theft prevention officer. But Raleigh said he was supposed to do something with his dad this afternoon, so he couldn't help me with the yard sale. I told him I'd promote him to the 
thief prevention manager, and he'd even get to wear a badge. Luckily, that did the trick. As soon as Raleigh got to my house, he started asking me about the badge. All I could find was my old firefighter costume, but that seemed to make him feel important. Raleigh asked what he was supposed to do as the thief prevention manager to make sure nobody got any funny ideas. He got me over the years. I'm pretty sure Raleigh's mom picked out the president since there are always things that he could help you learn and they're still in mint condition because I haven't opened any of them. <laughs> this really dumb one that he got me was called the Science Lab. Smart fun for bright minds and young children. Yes, you heard that right. I said everything wrong because it's how it's actually spelled. They couldn't even spell it right. I don't know what made Raleigh matter. The fact that I was selling his stuff or the sign up on the table. Raleigh said that I couldn't sell those things because they were gifts. I told him they were mine so I could do whatever I wanted with them. Then we got into a big tug of war over the magnet fun set. That's when our first customer started to arrive. I told Raleigh we could argue about this later. But for now, we need to act like professionals. At first, just a few people showed up. After a while, a lot more came. And then that's when they started checking out my stuff. I went into sales mode. The craftsmanship on this porcupine is remarkable. One lady seemed interested in a collector's coin I got from my uncle. But she complained it was dented. So I thought fast and told her the reason it was dented. Because it stopped the bullet in World War II. She didn't seem to believe me, though. Probably because the coin was dated last year. I spent a lot of time trying to close the deal. And I started to worry that people were stealing behind my back. Unfortunately, my thief manager was totally useless. He was Because he was too busy playing with the magnet fun set. I told Raleigh he'd better start doing his job or he was going to get fired. But Raleigh said it wasn't a real job anyways because he wasn't getting paid. I explained that he hadn't sold anything yet and I didn't have any money to pay him with. So when he said he was leaving, I told him that he could pick up one item from the table and that could be his payment. Raleigh seemed pretty excited about that idea and I thought for sure he'd choose the magnifying set. But he went straight for the rare items table instead. I explained those were only for paying customers only and that he'd may be interested in something from the fun toys table. Rally wouldn't budge. Eventually, he settled on the vampire bat shield, and I was okay with that because it was really just a broken umbrella. But now, Raleigh was so worried about bats that he couldn't concentrate on his job. While Raleigh was fooling around with his stupid umbrella, I thought I saw God take an action figure from the collectibles table and stuff into his pocket. So I ran over there to deal with it. But the things in the guy's pockets were just some used tissues and car keys. I was glad I was staying alert, though, because the guy headed off a major disaster. He, he took a pickup truck and dumped a bunch of stuff from the whirly stern and started piling my stuff into the back. I asked him what he was doing. He said since that tomorrow was trash day, He'd go, he thought everything by the or the curb was up for grabs. But I didn't have time to explain the concept of a yard sale to this guy. But Because all of a sudden, I had an even bigger problem to deal with. It started to rain, and everyone was heading back into their cars. I was worried I might never get as many people to come to a yard sale again. And I wanted to sell something to make it all effort worth it. So I went around and marked down the prices on every item.
Then it started to really rain, and I knew I was going to have to do something drastic. So I threw a bunch of stuff into boxes and offered even bigger discounts, but by then it was too late anyways. I knew that if I didn't get my stuff inside, it was all going to get ruined. So that's Raleigh to keep his umbrella over the most valuable items. I ran everything else to the garage, but Raleigh wasn't helping at all. He said his shift had just ended and it was time for him to go home. So I was on my own. I tried carrying a box of comic books into the garage, but by now, the box was soggy and the bottom gave out. It took me about 100 trips to get to everything out into the garage, but I probably shouldn't have even bothered because most of my stuff was already ruined. I figured I could still make one still, though. I told my mom that the paper fly was all her for three bucks, but then she changed her mind, unfortunately. I'm actually kind of glad nobody bought anything from my yard sale the other day, because if I ever get famous, that stuff is going to be worth a lot more money than I was asking for it. I'd feel pretty dumb if I stole one of my old homework assignments for 50 cents, and then someone acuted it off later for a few thousand dollars. One day, they'll probably make my childhood home into one of those places the school visits on field trips. And if that happens, they're going to want to have all the aesthetic stuff I, I owned when I was growing up. The reason I'm not already famous is because when you're a kid, they keep you busy with school and homework. So there's not enough time for you to over to make a name for yourself. But one of the ways that kids can actually get famous is by becoming a hero. My parents watched the news every day, and there was always a story about a kid saving someone from choking or something like that. The problem is those kinds of opportunities don't come around that often. And believe me, I've tried to put myself in the right place for that sort of thing to happen. But I've gotten kind of tired of waiting, so I decided to try and create a situation where I was guaranteed to be a hero. I figured if I saved someone from a dog attack, they'd make a statue of me and put me in the town park, which would be pretty cool. Rolly didn't seem too sure about my idea when I explained it to him, but when I said he'd be a part of the statue too, he changed his attitude. He said he, said he would do it. So I got some bacon out of the refrigerator and had Rolly stuff into his pockets. Then we went out around in the neighborhood looking for some dogs. I was banging on pots and pans trying to attract some dogs. We did attract some dogs, but they weren't the kind we were looking for. They were the cute puppy kinds. I mean, they were cute, but we weren't interested. Raleigh got so nervous with the dogs following us that he ate the uncooked bacon, which I heard can be really bad for you. So I told his parents what happened, and they took him to the doctor just to be sure. I guess I saved Raleigh's life after all, which does sort of make me a hero. But if you think about it, I don't think if that's the thing they'd make into a statue. Maybe I'm thinking too small with the statue idea. Anyway, if I do something really big, they'll make my birthday into a national holiday. That would be pretty awesome, but then everyone will just get a day off at school, and they'd probably just make it into a day to take off prices, to take to lower the prices on, on couches and beds, things like that. I, w I would like it, though, if they had a day where they would teach kids and read books to kids about me. But, yeah, definitely. They're just going to probably just make it a day to sell furniture. April. And, and now we've completed one month.
of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Wrecking Ball. And tomorrow, we are going to be finishing April. So, thank you guys for reading with me. Not reading, listening. <laughs> thank you guys for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye.